Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tailford, joined by Josh Brown. Hello, Scott. And Ewan Patterson. Hello, I'm being blinded by the sun right now. It was cloudy <laughs> and now everything's in my eye and I'm just... Ugh. It's not a nice time. If you're watching along on the video feed, Ewan is doing a Nick Fury impersonation, but he's doing the best he can. But yeah, we've all been living on uh, Avengers all week, um, sort of to different degrees of positivity and negativity. Obviously, the review is out. We've got an unboxing out. Uh, we thought we'd do a podcast as well. Um, I haven't got that many sort of critical thoughts from the two of you. Um, just, just sort of bits and pieces we've sort of checked in with each other. Um, I guess, Josh, you're, I've talked to you least about it. Me and Ewan have sort of talked a little bit back and forward. What's your yeah. thoughts? Um, I am. I want to stress that I'm not like totally very far into the game at all. I've only played a couple of hours. I've only more or less just got past where I was in the beta. So I am coming at it from a different perspective from you two who are, as far as I know, Scott, I know you finished the campaign and I know you're quite far into it. Um, you yeah, and, I've got like but, um, two missions left. Yeah. About 15 yeah, hours yeah. in. Yeah, and for me, um, like even though I've only really played the stuff that was in the beta so far, or at least like the chunk of it, it is better with the added context. I feel like with the added story context, yes. I am enjoying it much more than I was. But um, a lot of my initial problems with the game, you know, they're still there because they were fundamental to the overall experience. But I have warmed on it a little bit, but I still don't necessarily like or love it, and I want to like or love it. Um, my kind of, I guess, overall opinion on it right now is I really enjoy the characters, really love the characterization of the game, really love spending time with them, really love, you know, watching Kamala bounce off all the different heroes, love that thread. Um, but the plot itself, I'm not totally convinced by. And the gameplay itself, while there are, um, like, there are flares to it, there are moments where I think it clicks, uh, it suffers, in my opinion, from a lot of repetitive mission design mm -hmm. and kind of, I feel like sometimes that I'm spending more time in a loading screen than I am in a mission, which is a bit of <laughs> right. a problem. And I don't know whether that's because I'm missing some kind of side content or something, because I'm, I'm trying to um, go for the, you know, the extra, uh, what would you even call them, I guess, extra loot in the levels and stuff. Yeah, and trying to explore. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. in the chests, in a way that I wasn't doing in the beta. But um, I don't know. It's, I've warmed to it, but not as much as I wanted to. I was going to say, you because like you're, you, being comics editor, you know all the source material way better than we do. Like, if you found more points to latch onto, I know that you're more positive on it overall than me. I gave it two star in the review, mm -hmm. um, which we can get to. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought your review was perfectly honest, and like, I agree yeah. with so many different like criticisms of of it that you have. And I'm in a very similar position myself in regards to where I am with the game. It's just that me as a fanboy approaching it from that perspective, it's one of those games where I, I'm. I, I can't not enjoy it if you know what I mean like at the well, end the of the day I'm so, I was, yeah. yeah exactly and you know I think the story deserves so much praise because um, Kamala Khan being the lead of this game is a, just an inspired decision she's such a good um, vector for the audience to get into this universe and approaching it you know having this great commentary on like fandom and what hero worship can do and obviously you can point out later on that you know the more exploitative elements of the game probably are a little bit odds at that or if you happen to dislike the MCU you might think that it's actually quite ironically fitting I don't know um, <laughs> but I again I, I am enjoying it but I think you made a very interesting point in your review Scott that if it wasn't marvel i don't think i would be at all invested now there are certain right. things that i really like i really like um where i'm at with the story right now uh, i think the narrative is great i really enjoy it i would say josh stick with it because there is like i feel as though the plot does have a good mystery to it and it intentionally keeps you in the dark regarding a lot of different elements to begin with i feel and i do mm. like where it goes eventually and again i think all the character driven stuff is is especially brilliant you know the relationship between kamala and the avengers and her you know galvanizing them all back to action i think is all handled very well and where i'm currently at now i do think that each character that i've leveled up to a certain degree i still haven't um unlocked the last two um i do feel as though they're all distinct and enjoyable to play and there is it's it's not a case where i felt in the beta where they were all doing the same role i am starting to see the little nuances that they've introduced here the main issue i think is just the gear system and the repetitive level design uh, i played a little bit with a friend yesterday which was enjoyable as well but overall i just feel as though it's a game that's like at odds with itself in a way at one time it wants to be this really like good narrative driven um you know action co-op title but then at the same time there are so many different elements of it being a loot game that to me feel completely antithetical to what it should be to inhabit the role of a superhero right. i shouldn't be having to, i shouldn't be being told oh iron man you need to disarm this bomb otherwise the city will go off and then i'm just like one second i'm going to get this loot that's on the other <laughs> side of the map and it'll be worth it even though it's just numbers and stuff and, the thing is yeah. like the the loot system like it, it's completely invisible like <clears throat> you know you, the, the only character that has a meaningful difference in terms of loot that i've found in 15 hours is that you can equip different parts of the different gauntlets for iron man that change it so that his attacks are either uh, repulsors lasers or rockets um everyone else is that's just... not gear related that's skill related Oh, is it? I thought you were swapping yeah. out the gauntlet nope. piece. It's not. Okay. It's it's not gear related. That's like a skill thing that you do. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, either way, like yeah, you have a, different access points for him on his skill tree, and you can change those things around. But like yeah, the way that they do the whole loot system, where it's completely invisible apart from numerics, um, means that every single uh, progression reward is pointless. Where it's you're just going to get this thing that is only going to change a number. Um, and it's just like you said, it it can, it can impact the thematics in a way because it does feel like why the hell aren't we responding to this thing more directly if it's this big threat or whatever? But there's just that sense of it all just being really grindy, and like you know, you'll get told what you're going to get ahead of time. Um, in terms of like, oh, you know, it's a random comic or something like that. Um, but that's just not enough of a pull, especially like over time. Um, and it's meant that they had so many costumes and things that they could have pulled from, different ways that you could have customized the heroes and um, to have so many palette swaps as costumes and then other ones behind the battle passes, which we do have paid battle passes per character, um, unless you want to grind out the daily and weekly challenges, which it just, it feels like, like you said, it's almost like you have to fight it to have fun. And I'm always so aware of how manipulated I am being manipulated by it um, when I'm playing it because I'm like, 
like, well, I love the Avengers, I love the MCU, and I love, you know, Marvel ephemera. Um, but it, that all of that is just underneath this giant, you know, soil pile of stuff I have to dig through to get to. Um, Josh, have you found anything similar, I guess, in terms of just that feeling of trying to enjoy it? Oh, definitely. Like, like again, I just have to agree with both of you that the game feels at odds with itself. And it is partly because I love these characters and this universe and the comics and the movies so much that I'm like trying to push myself to the point where I can properly engage with it. You know, it's going to get obvious comparisons to the likes of Anthem and The Division and stuff like that, which I, for the most part, bounced off. I haven't bounced off it as much as I thought I would in the same way as I did those other kind of games of service titles because of that core um, story mode, essentially. And I find mm. that at least so far in story mode, I don't know how this is going to um, roll out as I progress. But when it comes to like the loot, even though I still think it sucks that it doesn't have any kind of cosmetic basis and I'm not thinking about it, yeah. it's not as kind of intrusive as I thought it would be. I'm sure that stuff is all in the multiplayer side of it. But when I'm playing through the single player, it's literally me kicking open a chest, yeah. auto putting it in. And maybe it's just because I've come to terms with that since we played it in the beta and I just know what it is now. But it's, it's uninspired but in a way that isn't intrusive, which is important. I think that's the important thing that I think it does need to be intrusive. That's the issue. Yeah. I'm not thinking about yeah. any of the gear that I interact with or just pick up. L2. It's just like hold L2 to equip best gear. It's all like, oh, you have 300 spaces for all this gear. And some of it's better against frost attacks or some of it's better against gamma attacks. It's like, I am not engaging with this system in any meaningful way because I do not care about it. I care mm -hmm. about leveling up my character and having fun with my friends and playing the Avenger that I want to play, you know? And the gear system to me, it's just a means to an end. I just need to get better gear so I can survive better against higher leveled opponents or whatever. And I think that's the, you know, the big issue is that without that cosmetic through line, it's very difficult to invest in. And I think we've all kind of touched on it at one point that maybe they should have taken the leaf out of Injustice's book and looked at that. And you know, sometimes wacky versions of the characters were, were created through that gear mm. system. Like, I'm not going to lie about it, but there is a way to make it feel um, like unique and authentic to your interpretation of a certain mythos as Netherrealm demonstrated in that game. There is a way to make it so that Iron Man could pick up a certain um, gauntlet or you know, craft your own gauntlet or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird thing to, to look at in this game. And like, you're thinking about like being the Avengers and you're going into these missions and doing this, this and that. It's like, why should a superhero's primary motivation be to just get over <laughs> here <laughs> yeah, or whatever? It's just weird. I don't know. I, again, I am optimistic about this game. I should really clarify right. that. Like, I'm not as... I don't think I'm as downtrodden about it as some other people. Like I genuinely have high hopes and I have, I fully believe that everyone that's worked on the game is a big Marvel fan and mm. there are different forces at play that, you know, kind of, you know, change their hands or whatever. But I definitely think that it's one to keep an eye on, even though I think nothing is quite fully formed yet. And, you know, totally legitimate to criticize it for that. You know, it's a full $60 game coming out at launch. You know, you're not paying just for the privilege of them waiting for, you know, however many yeah. years for the game to get good or whatever. I think the story is great. I'm enjoying that. The, the co-op stuff is neither here or there at the moment. I'm enjoying it when I'm with friends. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think in the future, I am oddly optimistic about that. That might just be my fanboyism coming through but again. I, think, I don't know. Because I want to play as Hawkeye. I want to play as all these heroes <laughs> that they have. But equally, I am kind of optimistic that the more we get into, the more they'll plug in authentic Marvel locations like 
Wakanda or Latveria or, you know, somewhere in space or whatever. Asgard. Asgard, yeah. And I, I just, I, I feel as though there is so much potential here that just isn't mm. apparent at launch. I don't the know how you that, feel about that. Yeah, well, the thing that I'm super, I'm super curious what both of you guys think when you've got through the story, because that very much connects to the multiplayer. Like, if you try and go on the, at the war table straight from the main menu, it pops up and says, look, this is going to spoil the story, so you need to get through the story first, um, which is true uh, in terms of, you know, you, yeah, you do want to get those things out the way first. But I'm curious what you think uh, or how much potential you think it has when the story is done I, I like that's where it all kind of came together for me where i was like okay i see what you guys are building um the story is very much this sort of like propulsive primer for the multiplayer um and that's that's a cool idea um i don't think they've got a how they've got out ahead of it and advertised it very well in terms of saying look you're paying for multiple years worth of stuff going mm -hmm. forward um i don't think like you know it's not worth a premium price point right now just for the story based on where that goes because it is just a segue into the multiplayer it's just sort of like yeah it's it's narrativizing an online platform for content it's one of them and i think that like it's done better than most it's certainly done better than anthem and it's done better than destiny um but at the same time like you know you are you are paying for an investment across multiple years or at least months considering what they've said in the last war table and um, so those things kind of come through and get in the way as well and um, we should talk about enemy designs and stuff though because i think that um shield guys seems to be the only thing they go for oh if it's not an God, elemental dude i hate those shield guys so locked. much yeah just uh, oh, i hold down the triangle <laughs> <laughs> and then the shields back up again. And, and, I, have do it. and I have different attacks that like do it. I, don't, it's, I have I have qualms with the enemy design in this game. Mm -hmm. I think it's because even though I am starting to get a little bit of a feel of how to counteract certain enemies beyond just you know using all my attacks to try and get at them, there are a okay. few where I'm just like I, I still haven't wrapped my head entirely around how the countering system works. I still haven't wrapped my hand, my head around entirely how to you know have dodge certain attacks or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I, and maybe that's the point. Maybe there are certain characters that you just can't block or whatever and that's the challenge there they, but it's, it's yeah yeah they have with the counter and the parry thing and um, they're part of some individual characters harm missions like if you every yeah. character has an individual tutorial that you can pick and go do on a, on the side even though they also repeat those things in the main story anyway but if you do someone like iron man's tutorial or like uh, kamala's then it shows you how to do like specific counters holding r2 or tapping r2 but like, yeah it is different counters per character but they nearly always come down to just pressing r2 when you're being hit um mm -hmm. sometimes it's a hold like in kamala's case or it's a tap with black widow but um i like the idea of that 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 being the sort of differentiable thing where i'm going to pick this character and be really good with counters and parries um but another sort of problem i have to go alongside the shield thing is that all the characters for the most part until at least until you crack the campaign feel very similar like light attacks heavy attacks everyone has a ranged attack i kind of couldn't believe that hulk has a ranged attack where he just grabs any clump of dirt which looks fun but like you know why isn't his ranged attack something that is hulk's response to i don't know like give him something else like it kind of feels like a ranged attack should be iron man widow and then give you know like someone like kamala's fist can just sort of cross yeah. the entire map or whatever. I mean, maybe you could have made it so that Hulk has a leaping attack where you target right. an enemy and press R2 and then leap onto them or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I do feel as though from what I'm playing, I am starting to get a feel for how the characters are a little bit better. I think Ms. Marvel's really good at clearing mm -hmm. out areas of enemies and, you know, having that radial effect with her arms, being able to like close the line different characters. Iron Man is kind of the jack of all trades because you have the mm -hmm. repulses, which are great one-on-one -on -one against characters. Then you have his lasers, which kind of have a good like radial effect and then the rockets, which are 
just madly good. They, I think they're a little bit broken currently. The Rockets are I'm so good. I just twigged that thing with the lasers. That's when you press left and right on the D-pad. Yes, same as yes. With Widow. Yeah, I was yeah, getting yeah. that mixed up with the way that I interpreted it when I first played the beta, where it was uh, trying yeah. to equip stuff and it cites like, oh, when you have lasers equipped, this is how you mm-hmm. do this. And yeah. I was looking through the gear system trying to find some lasers. God, yeah. my head, Avengers, has <laughs> been a hell of a week. Um, yeah, um, Josh, what's your thoughts on the all the shielded enemies and stuff like that and the way that they sort of try to differentiate yeah. combat that way? The, the, the thing is, right, when it, like, I... Again, I partly agree with you, and, and I partly agree with you, Scott. <laughs> when it comes to the characters, there is more depth to each one than I expected coming off the beta. That said, I still think they're all limited in the way the enemies are designed because you mm. do have those enemy archetypes. You have little flying drones. You have the guys who kind of fire those laser rockets. You have the shield guys. And I feel like with each single um, Avenger, there's only really one way to approach fighting these enemies you have to hold you know a triangle to break the shields or you can jump over them you know what I mean it's very it's very kind of limiting in how many options you have and I feel like if each kind of you know Avenger had a couple of their own unique ones like you said Ewan with like uh, give Hulk a leaping attack rather than that ranged rubble throw it might have gone a long way to help it but my biggest issue with the entire game and I could cut it so much more slack if it had more enemy variety and more inventive enemy designs in terms of, of aesthetics mm-hmm. and the level um, kind of visual design as well for me the that's like a huge, huge one, yeah. a huge bummer because I was right I'm looking at a lot of you both my um, girlfriend has been watching me play it right and she's been <laughs> taking the boot of my um criticisms at it because i was playing a mission the other night that was just in this warehouse and i was just like why of, of all the places you could have set this you could have used the immense imagination and creativity of the marvel comics or your own imagination to come up with something why am i fighting these robots in a nondescript kind of abandoned shield and um, warehouse i'm like there is so much scope there is so much more you could do with this there is mm-hmm. so much creativity inherent to this world and it's frustrating to see them go for the same old levels we've seen the same levels kind of repeated more or less throughout the campaign uh, and just kind of even the hub world like the utah mm-hmm. um place with utah uh, the helicopter and stuff yeah the utah badlands looks like really gorgeous the first time i st- stepped foot there but it, it feels a bit devoid of life, I guess, a bit um, bland, a bit uninspired. The same well, with a few of the other hubs that I've been to, even like the cities, like the urban areas. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's lacking something and I can't quite put my finger on it. What's not there? What's kind of, you know, not differentiating it from so many other similar locations that we've seen, not only in superhero games like before. I don't think it's a necessarily completely bad job. It's just... There's, there's something missing for me, and I feel mm. like that yeah. kind of encapsulates the entire experience in a way. Well, I think that's that's a good thing to point out. Sorry, but in Scott, because no, like, no. I feel as though it's like it's a thing whether you look at like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance, where and even in the comics as well, each part of New York will have its own distinct visual style. Obviously, you know you can play a Spider-Man PS4 and not really tell the difference between the way that. Um, I don't know, Queens looks compared to Hell's Kitchen. Um, but if you were going to have a game that was, you know, segmented based on different locations, you would try and distinguish it like it, it, with different visual flourishes. So maybe Hell's Kitchen looks a little bit more gothic. Maybe it has like a, a red filter or overtone or something. Maybe you could do that. Whereas with here, it's all very much the same distinct uniform style, that kind of sci-fi dystopian kind of thing that they've gone for. Like, yeah, I mean, of color. with like, yeah, with, with Amy, being you know 
ever pres ever present or whatever and like ruling over everything i think that makes sense to a to, to a certain degree but again that's what i feel as though i completely agree with you it's what it's missing is that it can't just be this is marvel in some real world locales you need to have the visual flourishes that make it really stand out which is why i'm hoping that they introduce places like wakanda asgard mm. um maybe even the Hell's Kitchen level where you make it that way because, I mean, I think the character designs are really good for the main Avengers. I think, you know, there was some criticism about how they looked like a few years ago at the E3 demos or whatever, but I do think they all look really good. And even to a certain de degree, I think the enemy design, the way they look, it can be quite menacing at times and compelling, mm -hmm. but certainly the environmental design isn't where I think it needs to be right now and more thought and consideration could have been put in there. The thing that stands out to me is that every single level is one big hub world with chests and prisoners that you can go up to, bash the locks off the place, free the prisoners. Sometimes you walk up to them and they teleport. But you've got one big area where you explore as much as you want with your tactical awareness thing. Then you go down an elevator and then you get, like Josh said, the warehouse or some sort of underground lab or something, and then it's done. And sometimes you beam into a level and you just go from the Quinjet to just being like from a load screen into an underground thing already, beat up a few dudes, mission complete. It's a, Stuff like that makes me feel like at some point at some point in this game's development it was a dedicated single player game or at least they were working towards something that had more sort of a more of a focus on levels themselves like in terms of detail and things you were going to see and pick out from the background because the environments themselves are so detailed to the point where they could be in a story-based game mm. um, entirely story-based game like spider-man or something um but then you know somewhere on development it became this bigger scope thing it became this sort of multiplayer infused uh, matchmaking thing and all these levels that were maybe potentially stitched together to some degree are now hubs for each individual uh, play space to drop back into and do handfuls of missions over and over and over again and um, because that's yeah. another thing with the multiplayer is that you are just rerunning those story missions over and over um sometimes with the exact same intros and outros in terms of the character dialogue and stuff like that which i like that's another thing is if i if i go down that route and believe that they did take something and then spread it out over the next few years then the full scope of what this game potentially was story-wise isn't going to be revealed for the next one or two years and this is just how much they could quote unquote get away with putting out first and then just drop things oh. going forward oh um, god that's 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 an evil that's an evil well, I just, approach I, just, I see well see I, in a way it totally works if they'd nailed the content that is here like if the if the levels that they put out they could have done it it's almost like a, a quasi episode approach where it's like okay we'll put out because right now there are like six to seven environments that you can access if you rotate the war table or whatever by the time you've done the story you have about six to seven environments um, and you can explore them but they're all the same in terms of what you do it's always chests prisoners and then the underground elevator thing if that was more engaging then we would love playing in those spaces for the next few weeks or months and then they could plug in additional levels additional stories you know you would be revisiting those areas realizing that a certain villain was now on the loose or something and all of that could have worked they don't have any of that in terms of you know something engaging as a poll other than just play as the Avengers in these spaces and I think that's where it falls apart because it's the bare minimum um, but it's potentially only the bare minimum because they've had to stretch it out and release stuff going forward at least that's my theory Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates Fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It could, it could be. I want to ask you guys, uh, like going off the level design thing, you know, early on there was some, like the intro is obviously really great. Mm-hmm. And when you're sneaking around, I think it's Memorial Park and you've got like the, the teepeed statue of the uh, the Avengers and stuff and it's kind of being uh, desecrated in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything, I thought that was so cool, but is there anything like that as the story progresses? Because I thought that was quite a neat Not little really. touch. You can tell a lot of love had been poured into that kind of, design but when i got like i said to like the utah badlands when i got to the big snow area uh i was just like where are these little like pockets of life i suppose that stuff almost like almost reflects the pace of the story because you kind of have this slow build in in a way i could argue in its in its in support of the pretty um color drained art design like what um ewan said it's like over that course of five years in between the accident and where we are now um if you contrast how colorful and hyper energetic and enjoyable that opening section is with child uh, child kamala versus the color drained featurescape the almost dystopia that comes after that could all be completely intentional um and then that sort of reflects in the pace overall with the story where um the more things start to kick off in the story the less time you have to take in landmarks and stuff because you are responding more to taking the fight to aim um but like yeah the very beginning they sort of land those beats better the opening like we said is great and stuff like that when you first go to heroes park it really stands out and you take in the ramifications of what it means to lose someone like captain america and they don't do that uh, going after that it becomes more like you're playing multiplayer areas um which, yeah, I just, I think that that's just sort of reflective of, of like I said, it's a primer for the multiplayer. They mm-hmm. want you to start thinking in those mentalities and pushing you towards matchmaking and, and just fighting waves of enemies. It's, in a way, it's completely intentional and it quote unquote works um, in terms of engendering you towards the mentalities of multiplayer, 
but that it gets in the way of the grounding yeah. that they set up in the first place. The only other compelling locale for me is the helicarrier. Once you finally get mm. that going, like that, is, that is full of vibrancy and charm and Easter eggs and different things that you can do in there. Rooms. I think that's a great hub world. You know, like I, I got a real sense of satisfaction of rebuilding the helicarrier and then eventually, you know, it getting it to the point where I can feel as though that's an actual platform to then launch at different things. I really enjoyed doing that and I loved exploring it. And you know, it's the same sort of thing where you're approaching it from Kamala's perspective as a fan, and you're like, oh mm. my god, this is this is Iron Man's room, this is Hulk's room, this is, oh my god, this is all this. She even like freaks out over the herbs they've let die, like in the <laughs> in the science bit, like it's great, I love it, I love that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, but totally, there is, I think the issue is that a lot of the environments in this game are not uniquely Marvel environments, as opposed mm-hmm. to the beginning of the game, and you know, different things. I'm not going to say that, you know, every single Marvel superhero game needs to be a veritable who's who of different locations or where's where's of veritable locations. I don't know. Um, but it's certainly, I feel as though, even though Marvel itself is a universe that prides itself on reflecting the world outside your window and it has always been grounded in real world sensibilities, there needs to be more to it. There needs to be yeah. more comic bookiness injected into certain environments. And obviously, you know, AIM have got the whole sci-fi dystopian evil genius vibe down to a T but it certainly needs more to it than just here are some ominous looking platforms and warehouses. It needs to have something with a little bit more visual flourish. And again, maybe we'll get that when they introduce more heroes further down the line. But at the same time, I totally sympathize with people that, that don't have the, I'm not going to say patience to gel with it right now because it is a full game. Let's not, mm-hmm. you know, beat around the bush, but certainly haven't vibed with it, I guess. There is, there is like a big sort of investment. It is like almost like, hey, play this, but it won't get really good for a good few hours. Like there's some stuff that hits you up front, like the immediate intro, but then there is sort of bits and pieces in that story where it's, it's slowly coming together and things that they touch on, like the Inhumans and Hank Pym and like the potential, the rebellion faction that's coming together to co- go up against AIM. Um, those are all great things that I like in theory, but I, for me, they don't pay them off by the end of the story but it's you know whatever it's like i said it's factoring into things that could happen across the next few years um i guess if we talk about the idea of like yeah where's it going to go from here like you and you said you kind of have faith in where it's going to go and i stress that in the in the review as well i think that there is character and promise in here it's just it's just so buried um josh what would you do going forward what would you change like because i've had a few people tweet or we probably all have people tweet us just saying like what would uh, save this quote unquote like how do you see it getting better it's difficult i just want kind of like more dynamic encounters or something more Mm. variety when it comes to what you're doing i don't want to sort of kind of know what i'm in for before i actually do it and i know in terms of the plot like you said you and that's that's obviously holding some things close to its chest it's obviously got some mystery there but i mean in terms of gelling the mission design the characters the the gameplay structure with that plot because I felt I feel like even in some of like the best moments early on there was a weird disconnect between the actual gameplay and watching the cutscenes. In a way, mm. I I have not got anything more out of the game than I would have if I watched it on YouTube, which sounds like really bad. <laughs> but when I was watching this unfold, I thought this is really good. When I was playing it, I thought I just want to get to the next beat. I just want to get to the next, um, yeah. you know, character moment, the next plot twist or whatever. And I just, I just want more of that going forward. I want to feel like what I'm doing in game matters. And you get that on the bridge, I thought quite well. And if there's more set pieces like that going forward, if you can integrate that into the post-launch stuff, that would be great. But otherwise, I just kind of feel like I'm not in control of anything important, which kind of sounds like really strange. It's sort of like I'm doing the boring admin bits in between the big superhero bits, which is strange. And hopefully it's not like that throughout the game, but that's, I'm I'm like, what, four hours-ish in? Mm -hmm. And I still feel like I'm 
hitting tutorials every other mission, which is really yeah. strange. It's an odd experience. It feels like potentially like it's all like like Scott said, at least from a gameplay perspective, build up to this end game and multiplayer section that to be honest, I might not have the patience to even get to. I want to finish the story. I will finish the story. But um in terms of like investment, I think I'm the exact kind of person Ewan's talking about where right now I'm I, I want the future to be good. I want to see it succeed. Whether I'll be around to experiencing it, experience it myself, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Is <laughs> yeah. bad happening to you? It's happening to the PlayStation Four Pro. It's getting uninstalled. Oh, mine's, <laughs> mine's like like died three times in the past week. Um, oh, we've all from, had stuff like that from yeah. different glitches in this game, which I think you know it could be potentially brought up. But um, mm. yeah, I was going to say one thing that I'm hopeful for with the post-launch content is that it is narrativized. We've already seen yeah. the trailer. I don't know if you've both seen the trailer for the, the first content batch they've got with Kate Bishop and Clint Barton, where it's going to be about sh searching what happened to Nick Fury. I think that's really interesting and cool. And obviously I say that as an unashamed Hawkeye fanboy. So like I get two Hawkeyes in this game and it's pretty great. I can't mm -hmm. wait. And, you know, getting to experience that. And I will also say that every time they have introduced a new Avenger to the game, I'll reintroduce them rather going on from the, the, the A-Day intro. I have been positively giddy every time I've like gotten into it because each time cool. they come in, it's like a, ah, oh, this is, this is, uh, everything's, we're going to do the thing now. It's going to be, it's going to be really great. Like I've had that kind of, ah, oh, it, it's happening kind of moment. And I want that to, I want to keep getting those moments every time I first suit up as like a new character post-launch. That's something I really want them to nail. Mm. And that evolving narrative element is what I'm most excited about. Obviously, the way it is right now, it is just a bunch of the same levels rehashed over and over again with thinly veiled objectives and stuff being like, mm -hmm. oh, we have an aim thing we need to destroy Four or we have some hostages to, to, to rescue or whatever. Make it more compelling, make it more unique, make it more dynamic um, and really hone in on why people love Marvel beyond just the characters because there mm -hmm. is a unique... Um, it's the same with DC and Marvel. They both have their own uniquely, potentially unquantifiable characteristics that draws fans to them. Tap into that mm -hmm. and you'll have a very enjoyable game and platform that people want to keep coming back to. Make it more reactive. Like you, like we mentioned before the game came out, I think Scott, you mentioned there was that whole idea of maybe, you know, you get a notification on your phone and it lets you know that, I don't know, um, Stiltman is running wild <laughs> in New York and you've got a link up with Daredevil are taken down or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. That's that I think it needs to have, it well, needs to have that more dynamic element at play. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that's the stuff that they, like I said, it, they're so close to that. Uh, by the time, by the time you finish the story, you've put some hours into the multiplayer and you've got the additional narrative missions out of the way because each character has one. Um, they well, they they have one, but then some of them just boil down to get two thousand shields faction rep yes. or whatever <laughs> stuff is just mind-numbing um but once you get that stuff out of the way it's like okay you guys have a live war table that it says live in the corner it's like bringing in data from square enix's servers um, and they can plug different encounters into that and i like the idea of that and um, because we talked about that pre-release that that's potentially what this game was going to be and, and that's so close to that in terms of you know well, by the time you finish the story you know which characters you like they're all very differentiable because you spec in certain ways maybe you factor the, the loot into that i don't think the loot system does enough but it could over time um, um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you get a notification somehow, maybe an email or something, I don't know, um, telling you that, hey, yeah, by the way, a villain is out saying such and such, you and the boys need to get together and go fight that person. And you're like, cool, I'm I'm, I'm Iron Man in my squad and I've spec that way because the game doesn't allow doubles and you can all come together and respond in real time. Like, that's really cool. Um, but I, I just don't, I don't know. That would also require them doing more.
more with the the mission design and the hub worlds and making those environments feel engaging and worthwhile to be in at a certain point. Um, but the idea of them doing live events like Fortnite or um, Call of Duty or whatever, where everyone's involved as Galactus punches through a cloud above oh, you or something, yeah. you know, there is potential for that. Um, but I just, yeah, I think that's maybe what they're going for, but just something feels so wrong with it as it is. It just feels so split and butchered at the minute um, to get there over time. Yeah, I feel like I know you and you haven't encountered any of these problems, but to me, it could have used a couple more months in the oven because not only do I think there are kind of like fundamental issues with the loot and the progression of levels and stuff, but also like I've had an absolute nightmarish experience just trying to play (laughs) it. Like the amount of bugs and glitches I've encountered, and usually I'm one who can overlook a lot of that stuff. You know, I don't mind textures popping in every three seconds or something, but the stuff that I've encountered has been like, has been bad, it's been like crashes, it's been QTEs not registering and then suddenly coming in, it's been cutscenes being skipped, it's set pieces not working properly. It's at least so far. Yeah, yeah, bold Kamala. It's like, like, it is a constant in my experience. Every single time I've booted up, there's been at least a couple I could have like, you know, done without to make it more immersive, make the whole thing feel a bit more Mm -hmm. uh, cohesive, I guess. I guess, uh, polished, I suppose, is the word I'm... uh, I'm looking for, and it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't feel there right now. And but that they're patching me, it like so no, much. Like, as well. I got, there's another patch today. I logged yeah, on at lunch just to see where it was. launch day, one. and then yeah. another one. Yeah, which yeah. is like makes them feel like they're aware of that. That it's like that's another part of it as well. If if I'm right about the way they've split stuff up, or the fact that they had to change production schedules so much, then it does feel like they're scrambling to make whatever is available now work. Um, but there is like an element of, of instability with it. I mean, you and you sent me a picture last night of someone yes. who had disappeared through. The yeah, floor. yeah, yeah. I mean, when I on my first day playing. I had I have to you know qualify this by saying that my PS4 is literally the Millennium Falcon from Empire Strikes Back at this point I'm literally like trying to get it ready to go I'm like hey let's let's go and play some games and then it'll just go like it's just really bad and I did ended up having a corrupted corrupted save on on the Monday when we first got the codes in which sent me back by a day which was frustrating um but mostly my main issues have been texture poppins I've had uh there was a cutscene that I had yesterday where Thor was just skipping through the cutscene, like he was like going ur, 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 like that. And it was really, really bad. For, vis- for, for closed captions there, for people who um, can't see the video, I just glitched through just like, a, like, like two frames per second. Uh, it's really annoying. And then we also had uh, yesterday, like I said, the guy who fell through the floor and like I had to restart the mission because it was after a, a certain bit and then it's like, clear the area. It's like, oh, I can't because the guy is underneath the floor, so I can't clear it. So that sent me back about 10 minutes or 15 mm-hmm. minutes or something so that was annoying but again i've not had anything to the degree that that, that you fellas have well, my, and, yeah you my know. console completely locked up i had to i've reset the whole thing and i yeah. also had a oh, had, i've had unresponsive before. menus as well i should probably clarify right. i've had i've had it before i've been stuck in the gear menu it won't let mm-hmm. me leave i'm like is that intentional are you, are you keeping me <laughs> hostage here got <laughs> the uh the ui as well i mean we can we can wrap this soon but like yeah the ui and stuff as well i find that it's just very it's just not intuitive whatsoever like you're trying to have this sense of flow like that again there's a way for this to work where you you are embarking on missions you're getting a bunch of different pieces of loot even if they are just numerically based but you're keeping aware of those stats and you're you know ranking things up or leveling things up and specializing in certain ways and whatever all that stuff should be so fluid if that's going to be this core part of your game and um, and i always feel like you have to fight the menus as well to sort of like button through different stuff and the frame rates all over the place and things like that just just unpleasant 
<laughs> a lot of words. Yeah. Everything's yeah. just sort of like more obtuse than it needs to be, man. Like the yeah. UI, the, like the menus, even, even, and I don't know why this is such a problem for me. I don't know if you guys agree or whether I'm just extremely nitpicking, but the camera feels so sluggish and unresponsive. And I've tried to fiddle around mm. with it. I'm like, why? Why, did, why is it like this? And uh, I was watching um, the, the Jim Still and uh, like first impressions of it. He, he like completely ragged on it. But he uh -huh. also mentioned the, the camera and I was like, yes, finally someone's mentioned the camera. I thought <laughs> I was just going a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's strange because I think most of the time, I, for the most part, for the camera, most of the time I thought that was fine. There was just a couple of times when I was, uh, like I said, in the underground sections where it was just way too close and I'm getting hit off screen. And because I'm fighting on uh, like harder, difficult, harder difficulties, um, those off screen blasts do so much more damage. And I'm like, oh, well, I just, I just died because of numbers. It wasn't anything to do with skill. Um, I just got hit with the same chip damage attack from over there. But because I'm on a certain uh, difficulty, that thing then took out three quarters of my life and okay, I guess I need to go grind some more stuff, which is kind of just part and parcel of an action RPG. But, you know, you can minimize how much enemies off screen hit you. <laughs> that's that's a thing that can be done. Um, and it just, you know, it can feel really cheap and annoying, especially if you lose time in that way. Um, so yeah, general final thoughts, chaps, because we will we'll keep checking on the Avengers because obviously it's a big old deal. And we've been waiting for it for like three years in development as well. Yoon, um, what's your final sort of thoughts for where you're at right now? As much as it's a labor of love to love this game, <laughs> Um, I will be sticking with it because I have friends who are also big Marvel fans and will get a kick out of playing together. Um, I think it's one of those things that I'm going to have to watch and see and see how my patience goes for it within the next couple of weeks um, and see where it goes. I'm certainly going to be around for the first content drop and you know that first one, that first batch of content is really going to be the first test for me um, mm. because I do want to stick around. I do want to keep enjoying it and stuff, but. Um, it all depends on how dynamic and how much they keep it updated and stuff. It's a it's a big ask. It's a big thing that I've not I've never really been one for games as a service titles. I mean, I played Destiny and bounced right off that because it just wasn't right. appealing to me. And I've never really gone to try any other you know as a service titles either. Mm -hmm. So this is like my first big one, and I am fully conscious of the fact that the reason why I want to keep playing is because of the license and not because of the way the game plays. Um, but again. I am optimistic that things will get better and maybe the license will be enough for me. I have no idea. You know, I, at the moment, I do think it is a very deeply, you know, flawed game, but there is enough to keep me there interested. There is something there, though. That's and the thing. That's what I mean. There, there, is, there is a clear element of heart and charm that has gone into mm. certain bits of it. It just needs to bring that out a little bit more, and I hope they take on everyone's concerns regarding the microtransaction elements and, you know, the gear system or whatever, because mm. if they do act on feedback, which they have said they are, um, then... Yeah, I, I could see myself playing this for a long time to come. But again, it's something that I can't really answer until you know a month or so from now yeah yeah it's, it's definitely like we're in it for the long term yeah, the long haul um but um yeah i mean in terms of a lot of the stuff in terms of the more egregious stuff the the push towards the individual character battle passes and the like the things like that um for me i think they'll stay in place for the launch window and then they'll they'll tweak everything and make it Man, more palatable when the it. hawkeye one comes you guys are gonna have to strap me to a tree or something <laughs> and just hold me off like a uh, jack black in tropic thunder i'm still oh. there trying to get to it you guys might hold me back <laughs> um, Josh, what's your final thoughts? Um, I thankfully don't hate it. Like I really thought mm. I was going to going into it, but I also don't like it either. And I can't shake the fact that I feel like fundamentally buying into it right now at launch, you're getting mm. the worst possible version of this game. That's very you're getting true. it 
at its buggiest, you're getting it as at its uh, most strapped for content. You're getting it at its priciest with all of these uh, extra skins and stuff locked behind, uh, you know, microtransactions and that. And I feel like if you wait, there might be a great game there eventually. Like a lot of like a lot of these live service games, you know, eventually turn out. But um, fundamentally, I think outside of the core story and characters, uh, unless you're a huge Marvel fan, I don't know what's going to be here for you that hasn't already been done in a, a bunch of different similar you know titles a bunch of different multiplayer games a bunch of different live service story mm-hmm. games but if you are a marvel fan it might be worth a jump in because the characters and the writing and like you both said there is that nugget of charm and personality and passion that's there you just do have to fight yourself to find it i think and it is fundamentally like a big ask to do that i think yeah. if you, especially when there's a you know we're going into the the holiday season there's going to be so many games i'm already that distracted boyfriend meme you know going away from <laughs> avengers looking towards tony hawk's pro skater one and two i think it's benefited right now from there being very other well coming off a month where there wasn't many big triple a games you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that was the reason i was playing it and when other games come out I, I can see it getting sort of pushed down or overshadowed by them it needs a much bigger, yeah, it needs like a, a big sort of stadium-sized hook to be like, you need to play this because, insert thing, whether that's a story hook, a narrative event, a live event, something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it has potential as well. I just think that it's like it's so hampered by a lot of what feel like corporate decisions, but you can see the little nugget of creative goodness at the heart of it, um, and hopefully that sort of gets to uh, blossom over time. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below, or come find us on social media. How have you been getting on with the Avengers? Um, are you actually, have you managed to pick it up, or are you going to wait and see how things go across the next few months? And for now, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tailford, joined by Josh Brown. Goodbye. And you in person. Disassemble. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll catch a. you all next a. time. A. A. Captain A. America. A. You keep doing it a. unless you quit right now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
for free shipping and 365-day returns.